welcome back to The Grass Doesn't Exist. It is Shadow and... Daichi. What? Yeah. Did you, what? did you like the plot yeah. twist? You tricked me, bro. <laughs> I did. I got you. We've been at it for a while now, so it's just like, how do I spice up our love life? You just woke me up with that confusion trick you did on me. <laughs> Good. I hope so. Because it's been a doozy. It has been. A lot of things happened. A lot of good things, mm-hmm. a lot of bad things, mm-hmm. um, and unsurprisingly, over in like Europe and all that, yeah, they did have a little bit of a doozy here and there. Mm-hmm. There's one thing that I want to briefly go over with you, yeah, because it just pissed me off so much, and it has it has to deal with League of Legends. Okay, don't get me wrong. Of course, it's always League of Legends. Yeah, um, well, kind of in a sense mm-hmm. on the pro scene. So recently. The Olympics recently announced that they're going to be doing esports or like a test run. Oh, it's going to be a test run. Okay. Yeah, like a test run. And when you look at the, like, when you think that, like, think like Olympics, esports, mm-hmm. you think, oh, what are the popular esports right now that they would be adding? We would be thinking about like League of Legends, Valorant, uh, or CSGO if they just want one shooter. Mm hmm. Then probably like Smash and Chess.com. Yeah, Chess.com or like a fighting game for sure. Yeah, like Street Fighter, Smash, yeah. Smash Bros, something like that. No, it is none of that. Really? Wait, it, what? You have like Dance Dance. Dance Dance? Or what was it just Dance 2030? The only just one. Dance. Yeah, the yeah. only one that we thought correct was Chess.com. That's it. The rest are all like every single. Olympic sports can just be played on, like, Wii Sports. So they're going to have, like, Wii Sports, basically? Basically, but at an Olympic level. <laughs> okay, well, give, me, give me an example. Give, what, what's one? Well, you have tennis, taekwondo. Tennis, ta- taekwondo. Okay. Taekwondo, yeah. yeah. You're a big fan of that. Yeah, that's true, but don't know how they're going to play uh, that. Just a bunch of other, like, Wii Sports, and then chess. I, I like the chess one. The chess one. The dance one, I feel like is going to be rigged. Yeah, I don't know how they're going to do it, you know. I feel like... Because it, like, scans your body, right? And I yeah. feel like, depending on your body, um, it's going to be easier for your body parts to scan and get those excellent points or whatnot. I don't know. I don't play Just Dance, okay? But it might be rigged. Who knows? The only thing that I can think about is that the coordinator behind this mm-hmm. just wanted it to fail because they don't think esports is an actual sport. It's going to be, like, some, like, 90-year-old guy from Europe that just has a stick up his ass. I mean, doesn't sounds pretty similar to a 90-year-old American with a stick up his ass. Yeah, we call that most of the white people that own esports teams right now that treat it like an NBA team. This is our reality, folks. Yeah. Um, <clears throat> other than that, not much has really happened in the Rift. You had a couple of changes here and there. Yeah, um, I think some notable changes... As we talked about, you know, they they nerfed the the big three, Amumu, Maokai, and Udir. And after doing that, we're starting to see a lot more early game junglers, you know? I will say Udir probably still going to be up there. Yeah, and solo queue. But I, I think he'll be more manageable. Yeah, for sure. He's not going to, like, steamroll you. Mm-hmm. Somehow you'll just wake up in his bedroom. He's already <laughs> making pancakes, waffles, your taxes are done, mm-hmm. yada, yada, yada. It's more of just like, ah, How'd you get in my house? It's like, like Goldilocks all over again. Yeah. But <laughs> like, but by the time Goldilocks about to be on the bed, you know, Udyr's Wait a second, already. That would be a great Udyr skin. Udyr, Udyr's already in bed, you know. He's like, well, no, because Udyr me? can have he basically his skins alone change into four forms. So you'd have two soft, two hard, just right, and then Goldilocks, the ultimate form. Puss oh <laughs> and boots. That was a great movie. Yeah, it was. Um, but you know what's also great to watch? What? So I've started getting into more of like the international, like... Okay, good. I thought you were about to say LCS because I was going to disagree with you. <laughs> <laughs> well, there's some good moments. No, no go like... Ahead, go ahead. So ever since we started this podcast, mm-hmm. I've been getting more and more into like the international scene. Of course. I mean, because I pretty wanna, fun. Well, I want to see what the other... Because like since we have like the You're world... You're talking about the major regions mostly? Yeah. yeah mostly okay. like the, the four big ones. Mm-hmm. You can, us at the bottom. Are we a major region? Are we? We have enough money to become one. <laughs> That's how we did that. We <clears throat> we basically took the people that decide who's a major gaming region, 
took like a briefcase of money and then slapped him across the face with it. This is when we just like have to take a moment to thank the 90 year old American people that have like whatever stuck up their asses that are really rich. A stick. A stick. Sorry. Yeah. Thank you. Yeah. Thank you, <laughs> rich old white people, for allowing us to be a major region in League of Legends. We still suck, though. Yeah, we do. <laughs> but I was watching it, and it's actually pretty interesting to okay. see how the rest of the world works. Um, Any team specifically? So for me, uh, I, I personally have my my favorite team from each region. Okay, I don't okay. know about you. Mm-hmm. So for me, for Europe, it was Vitality. Mostly because I knew <sighs> Perks yes. a little bit. Mm-hmm. From when he was in NA. Yeah. Because when he uh, started in NA, or not mm-hmm. started, but came to NA. Yeah. That's when I just, like, was briefly watching LCS oh, yeah, with my roommates right. and all that. And For so, sure. like, I was just like, oh, him. I like his style because he ins to win. <laughs> and then that's how it went for me. And then that's, like, after that, I started watching a little bit more and more. Mm-hmm. And then now I'm watching, like, every game. We have this podcast going. Yeah. And so I was just, like, reflecting on that. I was just like... Hmm, how's the rest of the world doing? So, and then I saw that he's over there on a team called Vitality. Yeah. And they have two amazing players that I've just fallen in love with, Bo and We've talked about them a lot. I know, they're so great. And so I would put them as my number one LEC team. And honestly, like, speaking of that team, like, Bo and Perks, they actually match pretty well, you know? Like you said, Perks, he's got that into-win kind of play. So, and then there's also Vitality, Bo. Who's probably one of the most aggressive junglers we've ever seen in a European scene. Yeah. Right. And I just finished watching the finals mm-hmm. over there with G2 just destroying. Like, they are a solid they team. They are. Not just that. In terms of flexibility. Yeah, in terms of flexibility, beautiful. solid. Mm-hmm. And speaking of flexibility, my favorite Korean team, and I'm pretty sure they're going to be your favorite Korean team, oh, is yeah. T1. Oh, really? Okay, but... T1, hmm. like, I hated T1's them. T1's your favorite team? I Right now, they are. Because last last year, you were voting for DRX to win Worlds. I'm also really big on underdogs. But okay. I didn't like T1 last year, even though they went undefeated in mm-hmm. spring and I think dropped one or two games in summer. Yeah. They were very cookie cutter. They were just like, anything that's top meta, that's what they play and they would win at it. Mm-hmm. But when it came to the grand stage, like, be-all, end-all, yeah. they failed. That's true, which they've and done a couple times already. this spring, I felt like we got to see completely, like, unhinged. <laughs> like, they basically were just like, we will win how we want to win. Yeah, I mean, we see Zeus just, like, picking up Jace when he's not even good, yeah. you know? Yo, or Yasuo top lane, Gragas mid, like... And then not, don't even get me started on carry oh, yeah. and just changing how every low elo uh, bot lane is playing right now. Yeah, and so just like these possibilities of just their constant change, mm-hmm. and I feel like they're almost creating a meta on its own of just who's more flexible because yeah. you can't you can't like ban them like you can't counter their draft. You can't because it's they impossible. always have something you know like. But I will say. Last year, I would say it would be possible because they were playing the cookie cutter. Yeah. If you have no mold to base around T1, you can never guess what their move is. If you see a Gragas, you look at that and go, oh, is it mid-top jungle support or is it the ultimate Gragas oh, ADC? And you Caria don't know. has played Gragas support before and it's disgusting. Yeah, like Gragas has literally been seen in four out of the five lanes <laughs> in T1 in the past year and a half. Oh, God. Like, just think about on that for a second. And, and that's not, only one of the champions. Yeah, then you have, like, Yasuo, who can be played in three lanes. Yeah, we've seen Yasuo support, right? Oh, sorry, four lanes. Oh, God. <laughs> I was thinking Yasuo ADC. <laughs> oh, God. But just, like, mm. yeah, just there are possibilities. Mm-hmm. And it's one thing that I wish I would see more out of, like, Chinese teams. Because mm-hmm. I watched them, and I'm like... They're very scrappy, which yeah. I love. Big yeah. fan of scraps. That's kind of like how... They're very fun to watch. I, I like watch. Win or lose, EG is always fun to watch uh-huh. 90% of the time. There's a 10% chance where they try to play late game and go against what they were built for. Yeah. And it's just boring. Mm-hmm. It's not fun. But the other 90%, they will they will rather just try to scrap out a fight than get an objective. No, absolutely. Love. Absolutely. Like, we've seen EG. Like, they had an early game comp. 
And even though they got to the late game, just because of how aggressive they played, they still won. Yeah. And you know? so I feel for China, if they became as bold as like T1 and just like the random pickings mm-hmm. and how like scrappy they are built over there. For sure. Like that team would be horrendous. They would have like comps that are made for all phases of the game. <laughs> I feel like. And I think yeah. that would be interesting. And like now that you speak on that, like. We're thinking like obviously China has that aggression, but if we compare Chinese teams to T1 specifically, I mean we can't. It's hard to say that China has more aggression than T1 because we look at T1 and they're a pretty aggressive team as well because they know what they're doing. Their compatibility is perfect, and when you have really good compatibility, that's when you have trust. And when you have trust, you'll just do anything and it'll work. Yeah, and I don't know. It feels just uh, China's been slacking a little bit. I think so. Yeah. Like, but at the same time, there are uh, many of the teams are like very competitive with each other, though. That's for sure. Also, I feel like China just adds and removes too many teams. Oh, you think to make, so? To make it matter, I feel like every every year since I started like getting into league, because mm-hmm. I'll pop up sometimes, and or I'll just see like a highlight of IG, which is a very famous org over in China. Oh yeah, versus. Some random team that I've never heard of. I'm yeah. just like, what? what is that? No, I definitely think so. Like, there's only a few that have stuck around, right? Like, IG, FPX, and, you know, they're not doing too hot right now. Well, even XPS. FPX is kind of new compared to a lot of the other ones. No, they're not, though. They really? they won Worlds. Well, I know that, but, Doobie. like, and like I'm saying, like, the last, like, five years. Oh, last five years? Hmm. Like, there's not... Because, like, when you think the last five years of, like, the LCS... Not a lot of, like, the team really, like, changed much. Yeah, nothing has really changed. But, like, in Korea, a couple. A little bit, yeah. Like, smidge. Uh, the LEC, one or two. I think Korea is actually just, like, only the the name changes. Because, like, they get sponsors, you know, like, yeah. D plus Kia. Yeah. Um, they, it used to be T, oh, what is it? T, T1, SKT, oh, yeah, SKT Telecom, but yeah. not just T1 because the brand got so big. Yeah, and then Telecom just became Telecom Roaster or something like that, or SKT or Roaster. Or KT Roaster, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> but, yeah, so, like, they just kind of, like, changed base up, but I feel like for China, like, either the team gets bought out and it's completely just yeah. all, there's nothing the same. Isn't there, like, a Pajama Panda or something, too? There's, there's, like, a like Ninja Pajama, Ninja. Ninja Pajama, like, NC or something like that. Um, Funny names. Then you have, like, OMG, and then there's one that I don't know the name of because I feel like it changes every time I mm-hmm. see it, but there's one with a panda, like a... Like a Kung Fu Panda-esque with, like, the rice field hat and everything. I just look at it and I'm just like... It's so out of I don't know that doesn't feel right. Like, obviously, a lot of players have still stuck around, luckily. But it's hard to really stay um, loyal to a team when it constantly switches around, right? Like, again, I said FPX is IG, EDG, RNG. Um, But after that, there isn't really much that comes to the top of my head. Yeah. And I, I wonder if it's... I wonder how their teams work over in China. Like, do they constantly, like, drop five and get a whole new five? I mean, we did do some research, and we know that Chinese players, they, like, they put a lot of importance in new talent, right? While in Korea, they just show a ton of money on, like, t- top players like Faker, Chobi, and whatnot. Yeah, but I know for a fact that, like, there's still some, like, old school people in China that just haven't moved, like, the Shy. Yeah, the Shy, Xiaohu, you know, Scout. I don't know. Uh, it's it's definitely impressive, you know, for those players to still hold on to their spot. It really shows how good of players they are. But even if they did lose their spot, I mean, they're, they'll be welcome in any other region. So yeah, and, well, and like, you know, from like at the end of Worlds last year, mm-hmm. you had Ruler go over from Genji to, yeah. uh, what is it? The Which team was JDG. JDG. Yeah. Oh, yeah. And I mean, he was popping off. I don't know if he still is, but... Uh, I think when I checked, they're, like, top top four, top and five it's team. funny. There's, like, a lot... I've noticed a lot of Chinese fans, they really love the Korean players. Like, oh, a yeah. lot. Like, when there was Viper, everyone loved Viper, and not his ruler, and they're like, oh, my God. And they're shy. Don't get me started on that, <laughs> man. <laughs> but I don't know. I just feel like each region has, like, a somewhat different culture behind it, too. Yeah, it's definitely... I, uh, I feel like for mm-hmm. Korea... They're allowed to like an individual player, mm-hmm. but also 
are able to like an individual team. And sometimes those two don't have to match. Yeah. Uh, for China, I feel like they only care about the player, regardless on what team they're on. is isn't terrible. Uh, and then for, uh, like, Europe, they... It's like almost like a mixed bag, I feel like. Yeah. From I what agree. I've seen on Reddit, it's just like half are yes for it and half are just like... I like this team just because of this player, mm-hmm. which I feel is very much like NA style. But there's a whole idea of like dynasties, you know? Yeah. You know, Reckless and Caps, right? But those are individual players, though. Like, I feel like they are kind of like China where they focus on the player, but mm-hmm. you still have a lot of just like diehard fans of like Fnatic. And they usually stick with their teams. Yeah. Right? If we think about that. And too. then I feel like NA is the most like hoppy group of fans. Like, You'll have, like, half of them diehard fans, but those diehard fans are fans from, like, like five, seven years ago. Yeah, the TSM CLG days. Yeah, so, so there'll be a fanboy to the top four back in the day, which were TSM, CLG, uh, 100, or not 100, uh, Cloud9, and Team Liquid. Those yeah, four. Yeah, those are And then that's it. While the rest are, like, kind of, like, spreading around, feeling mm-hmm. it out. Um, not everyone can be lucky like me. And just, like... Well, you're lucky this year. (laughs) Yeah. Not last year, they were, it was wishy-washy. Okay, yeah. Like, but at least I'm sticking with it, consistent. And you're talking about flight quests, of course. Yes. Yeah. (laughs) Which, big oof. No, but I definitely agree. It's almost like when it comes to world, it's a competition of philosophies. Yeah. You know? Who has a better philosophy? And from what we've seen so far, it's Korea right now. Mm -hmm. And I will say, based on it, like philosophies and like NA's philosophy on like super teams. Mm-hmm. I think the region that's doing the best on super teams actually Europe. Oh, you think so? Because uh, if you just look at G two, like they oh, they individually true. picked all those players out yeah. for their skills. But and yeah, so Vitality, yeah. since uh, they, they are, are they're yeah. doing like a weird like winter, spring, summer split thing, having yeah. three, four splits, too many splits. Mm-hmm. They recently just picked up Upset. Upset. Yeah, I saw Which, that. if I think about it, having Upset down the bot lane, super aggressive, super scrappy, but survivability-wise. No, no, no. I, I know what you're talking about. Like, I posted the bow montage recently, right? And in the comment section, someone said, oh, Bo is going to be unleashed because he doesn't have to babysit his bot lane anymore. Yeah. I saw that comment. I was like, Damn. But, like, you know, it's exciting. You know, upset. He doesn't deserve to be benched. He was the best player in Europe, right? He's one of, I would say, either mm-hmm. the first or second best ADC Absolutely. for Europe. But we can't forget that some super teams still fail. Let's look at XL, for example. But then we also have to think is it the player's fault or is it the coach's fault? Because at the end of the day, the coaches are behind the scenes. But I still think a big portion of a team's success and failures is the coach. Yeah, and I think this is very much seen in the LCS, mm-hmm. where you have a lot of European stars from Europe, China, Korea, that individually alone can be very devastating. Mm-hmm. But somehow, I don't know if it's like an NA curse or something, but they just get dumber and worse when they come over here. Yeah. But I don't think that's the player's fault. Yeah, it's I not. think it's the staffing fault. No, definitely, because look at Perks. He was in Cloud9, right? And... He went there. I mean, he did great, right? If you think about it, because Clown9, they were the best performing Western team in Worlds when Perks was there. So, in a way, he did great. But he left immediately. <laughs> you know, he was like... There was some also issues with Perks in the LCS. I guess Not so. wanting to, like, adjust certain That's things. That's true. But he did say, like, oh, Europe's better. And he went back. Mm-hmm. And we do know that he's not the only one. Like, when I think of coaching staff for NA, I think the two biggest problem childs i'm not even going to talk about thing that's a whole mess of its own i think the two problem childs are team liquid and 100 thieves which one which one do you want to cover first because i got a whole heap of just complaints okay so team liquid i'm kind of biased because i really love their coach um i really love their coach but But that's that's a single coach though there's multiple coaches on these orgs that's definitely true the problem that i see is the mesh between the players we know that Summit is consistently the best player in Team Liquid, right? Mm-hmm. And Pyoshik, sure, we do not like him. He's not the best, but he also has a similar aggressive play style. But then when I look at 
um, Team Liquid's mid laner and ADC, they just seem so out of place. Like, they just seem like they don't belong. So LCS. here's here's how I look at it, because you probably don't see it this way, because like you said, you're biased about the yeah, coach. Yeah, yeah. The way I see it and how it goes with any sport, like regardless of esports or basketball, football, rugby, anything, is that no matter how good or bad your players are, a good coach can turn bad into decent. They can find out what their weakness is and then try to adjust. And if none of your players can adjust to that, then that's when a coach can say you have bad players. I think there's a fine line, though. That's, that's, that, that, that is the fine line. It's just like if you can't find a way to adjust. Yeah. But here's the thing, though. Like, are they actually trying to find a way to adjust properly, though? There's a difference between finding a way to adjust and finding a way to adjust properly. I agree. I mean, we can't lose hope. We know no. that Team Liquid, they did just beat um, Golden Guardians. They ended Golden Guardians' seven win streak. That is something that is to applaud for, right? And I think Ellis made a comment, like a really mean comment about, oh, like, Whippo should just, like, take over, like, mid or something like that, saying that having Whippo on a team would be so much better than these, like, trash players. And then Whippo responded, like, oh, thank you for the compliment, but I think these players still deserve at least a split, you know? Yeah. And... You know, now that they won against Golden Guardians and have been looking a little bit more consistent, we're hoping that maybe they can start being more flexible, right? We're obviously seeing exciting bot lane combos, right? But both 100 Thieves and Team Liquid, they're just sticking with the boring ADC Enchanter. They will, like, every time. I, know, I don't want to lump them together. Each one has their own problems. Right now, for me, I would say PL, their problem is that they're not 100% using Tio Shikin's uh, summit. Yeah. They did a little bit. And their teamwork against, they, sucks. They did a little bit against Gold Guardians, and that a little bit allowed them to win. Mm-hmm. I would say that's about, like, 35 to 40% of, like, what those two could do individually. Okay. They've been trying to really f- focus on Tio Shikin's summit, supporting their two NA rookies in mid and ADC, which is not working. Like, I don't know why I feel like sometimes when I watch the LCS... It's just like a video of a guy just bashing his head, trying to, like... Have you ever seen those memes of, like, Harry Potter, where, like, they just, like, walk into the station where it was, quote-unquote, filmed, Mm. try to walk into the wall thinking that it would work? (laughs) If you just watch that on loop, that's basically the LCS. You just have a man bashing their head into a brick wall to see if they can go through a door that doesn't exist. Oh yeah, and that's how, you, and that's what you think of Proshik's playstyle right now. Not, not his playstyle, just the way they're managing him. Yeah, I definitely agree. Like um, they, they want him to do their way, but that's not what he's known for. Yeah, they're not known for their way. Mm-hmm. He's known for his way. Absolutely. And I feel like that also. That's the only thing that I can correlate into a hundred thieves. Because mm-hmm. with a hundred thieves, you have probably one of the best NA duelist top laners, and arguably a great not the best but a great bot lane Mm -hmm. in a very aggressive adc and an aggressive support who's like has great pike thresh montages up and down that's what i'm saying like take advantage of that yeah right and even all through double lift's career he's always been aggressive absolutely i mean we've been seeing some threshes now now that the engaged supports have gotten buffed and whatnot I don't... It's almost like Doublelift has taken, like, the whole, like, oh, I'm a Zeriwan trick to heart, you know? Yeah. <laughs> like, Busio just constantly being stuck with playing, like, Lulu every time. Um, I definitely agree at the beginning of the season. Like, Lulu was a great pick. Zeri Lulu, of course you're going to pick that, right? But now the options has opened, right? Stop picking Sejuani closer. <laughs> and stop stop doing Zeri Lulu, you know? you got so much more in your arsenal. You're Doublelift. You have years of experience... And you played these like same ADCs mm. for many years. Also, speaking of closer, you have a great skirmish jungler. Like the man That's is... what I'm talking about. You got so many good engaged, aggressive junglers. And I said at the beginning of and the you podcast. Have, you also have one of the rarest things. You have a weak mid laner. A mid laner who that can lose lane but win lane somehow. That's what he's known for. Like that's why his, his like famous character is Zillion. He's known for playing weak side. Yeah. Yeah. And, and, skill. and most of the time, no one ever thinks that you can do a weak side mid. But Bjergsen made it a thing and he made it look good. Yeah. And I've just I haven't seen any of it. I haven't seen any aggressive bot side. Mm-hmm. I haven't seen 
the mid the mid jungle duo is just not there. The combo's not there. Yeah, like maybe it's because closer's used to aggressive mid laner, but I feel like closer should be more focusing on just like invading and then just helping bottom top. Yeah, just I, let mid lose. I definitely agree. Like sometimes I watch them T fight. You know, a hundred of these every week they release their voice comms and whatnot. Yeah. And it just reminds me of my clash games where we just have miscommunication sometimes. Closer is like fight, 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 and while he's fighting, like the rest of the team's already running away. And at that point, he's just like, "Oh, what happened?" You know, it's kind of sad to watch. You know, this was a team that we were really hyped about. Really, communication issues. Like you went all the way to Korea. You were boot camping with T1, the best team in the world right now. It's almost like they're falling apart more and more. Yeah, as it goes on. And now I feel like great. Coaching and communication, you could best see it. FlyQuest, oh, yeah. and as much as I hate to say it, C9. C9? Wait, why, why do you hate to see it? It's because Sven being... He has the Enchanter buff. Oh, okay. <laughs> um, but again, even though in that scenario, they found something... Like, they were just like, we need a support mm -hmm. that can like match Berserker's energy. And props to Sven. He even picked Rakan at some point. Yeah. Why is anyone else doing that? He's an enchanted one trick, guys. Yeah. But they're like they're adapting, they're mm -hmm. adjusting to one another though. Absolutely. And the best example is FlyQuest. You have a whole team. None of them have really like spent time together. Oh yeah. And somehow I'm so surprised how they're doing so well, actually. The yeah. language barrier exists for them, like absolutely. But they're almost like a team like Vitality, where you know they got a Korean top and like a Chinese jungler, but they're able to like communicate and mesh so well together. The same thing we're seeing in FlyQuest. So I just, I don't think there's any excuse for the rest of the teams, like, mm -hmm. for example, an all-Korean-speaking team and an all-English-speaking team to struggle. Yeah, and so I feel like through FlyQuest, you just see great communication. Mm -hmm. Yeah, they've had one or two flops. Happens. But I feel like at this point for them, I would start to experiment things. Like, yeah. see what works and what doesn't. You're I mean, already guaranteed to be in playoffs. They're already starting. I mean, Amumu... With the hextech rocket belt and Mumu. That was and he, funny. And the, what is, it was like Blue Smite, I think. Yeah. Like, <laughs> it was funny. <laughs> I loved it, bro. Yeah. But they, they, they have the right to do that. Though. Yeah. They deserve it. And it worked. Yeah. And for Cloud9, we're seeing a lot more just like blabber picks of just like, saw, I'm going to kill yeah, Rengar. Yeah, of Rengar. Like, oh my goodness. When was the last time you saw that? Yeah. Hot minute. Mm -hmm. And it, it's nice. Like. Those two teams are adapting. Absolutely. You can kind of see it in EG. Yeah, do you want to talk about EG this week? EG, I feel like you have like a large proportion of the team wanting to play how they did last year mm -hmm. in the same type like type of style. Yeah, and it's working. It you is. Can't, you can't commend them for but that. But I feel like sometimes either like a new coach or like either FBR someday just kind of go like, hey, let's go for late. And <laughs> everyone's just like how do you do that? How how do you late? How do you how do you late? <laughs> I don't know late. I just know punch. <laughs> and I like. But somebody so, got the message this weekend. He picked Garen top. Yeah, he did. I did not see that coming. That was beautiful. I think that was the first time I've ever seen Garen in a pro play game. Well, I just wanna, personally, I want to talk it. about that game specifically, okay. actually, because like EG, like you talk about them not being that flexible, but regardless. I think they're probably, if not the best, like, team that, like, work the best together. Yeah. Because, you know, if we look at other teams that went against FlyQuest, they were never able to catch Prince, right? But JoJo and Inspire, in my opinion, the best mid-jungle duo in NA, just, they just caught Prince every freaking time. They caught him off guard so many times. And because of that, they were able to win. They, they knew the weak point, and they just played Scrappy, you know? They played Scrappy, and because they played Scrappy so much... Obviously, their mechanics are there, right? We see him pop off. It's it's amazing because EG last week they want oh, they went O two they lost to Dignitas, right? Yeah. And then suddenly next week they're just beating FlyQuest and TSM. Like what a turnaround, right? Yeah, and I think the team that I'm most curious on how it works behind closed doors mm -hmm. is Golden Guardians. Like how did they oh, go from yeah. like kind of ooh ah to I think they went O four. At the beginning. Something. I think and then they, they might have picked up one or two. They went, no, they went 0-4 in the beginning, and then they would go on, went on a 7-1 streak. And they, like, they beat more than just the bottom four. <laughs> so, I just want to know, like, what was, like, so it couldn't have just been luck. No. There had to have been something. 
Mm-hmm. I only say luck can go into like four games, but anything above four games, you're, you're putting in something. Absolutely. You're putting in work in some way, shape, or form. And I want to see, like, even if it has to be until like the end of this split, mm-hmm. I just want them to spill the beans on how they accomplished that. Are they posting YouTube yet? I don't know, but I just want them to spill it. You know why I want them? Why? Because I want all the other teams to take that knowledge and do something with it. Well, they're not going to give away free knowledge like that, though. I know, but at this point, like, the way the LCS is looking compared to the rest of the nations, like, if we don't start, like, finding, like, NA's own type of style or shape or form... We're not. We're never going to make it into semifinals. Absolutely, because like Which as is we've sad. seen, as we've seen from like history, um, just because there's a great player doesn't mean they're gonna succeed in every team, and that's why it's good to you know understand and acknowledge that there are teams, philosophies, and coaching staff, and management, and like draft style, and everything that can make a player succeed. And right now, Golden Guardians, you know, Stick say. He's like one of the best ADCs now, which I thought I'd never say in the past three years, right? And what is it? Even who he, right? He was just like one of those average supports, you know, that was in 100 Thieves, right? He was just an average support. Now he's like popping off. We're not going to talk about how he flash queued and like rooted two minions. <laughs> but It was pretty funny. But part of that, you know, he's he's playing so aggressively, yeah. you know, on range, AD, on range supports. And I love it. So I'm I'm curious. I want to pick your brain. Okay, go ahead. So I want to know what you think individually. Individually, uh, who is the most improved that we've seen, and who has been the most disappointing? The most improved and the most disappointing. Uh, okay, so most improved. I mean, I have to say Stixay, right? I mean, if you look at his past seasons, he's never gone this far. So I have to say Stixay. Um, most disappointing. I, that's why you individually, individually. <laughs> do I say double lift? Do I say double lift? That is, what, that's a, do you want to say double lift? Oh my god. Yeah, put you on the spot. Yeah, I'm going to say double lift. I'm going to say double lift. For me, without a doubt, most disappointing, Jensen. Jensen. Really? I think it's a, I think he's so good. I think it's a team that's... Even, even then, even on bad teams, you can still... Try to do good. It just doesn't feel like you're, we're seeing the old Jensen. He's never been in a bad team. He's he's only been in Team Liquid and Cloud9. And he's smurfed it every time. So you're saying since he doesn't have great players with him, he's no longer great. Is that what you're saying? Yes, kind of. Okay. Uh, look at Faker, for example. You know, when Faker had like didn't have Owner and like didn't have Zeus and didn't have Karia... And didn't have Gumayushi. Like that small period after he went on his crazy streak, he didn't really shine. Yeah, but he has his jungler. Him and Santorin have played together. Yeah, but like um, Santorin. <laughs> okay. I don't know what to tell you, bro. Can I, can I change my disappointing then? Okay, go ahead. Okay. Uh, closer. <laughs> That's valid. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I've, I've never been a Bjergsen fan, so I can't really say whether or not he's disappointing or not. But yeah. I've, I've been a closer fan. Yeah, I mean, he's amazing. He plays so aggressively. And okay, he was one of those junglers that made jungle looks, fun. Yeah, look fun. And like, I just liked it, you know, like most junglers, they would be like playing that support role. It's like, oh, you know, I'll give you that. I'll give you that CS. I'll give you that kill. Let me hold on. Closer's that just like, he, he's like the person that like when your girlfriend reaches over the, for the fries, closer's the guy that just goes, slaps the hand, just goes, uh-uh, that's my fry. My fry. <laughs> if you wanted fries, get your own damn fries. Your own damn, you said you didn't want fries. <laughs> yeah. That's closer. That's closer nutshell. He's, he's like the Giga Chad. Yeah. But I mean, I still think he has that in him, right? But it is disappointing that we can't see it. Yeah. No. Right. Um, maybe it's because of uh, Bjergsen's vegan playstyle. Um, For me, most improved though. Most improved, yeah. I'm actually giving it to Maple. Maple, that's a good pick. Because that's a good. Pick. I don't think we got to see a whole lot of his like anything. Yeah. It was a toss up. I almost gave it to River, but oh, River's good too. River River's also popped off in early spring of last year. Mm-hmm. While Maple, we didn't really see a whole lot of like. There, he had a couple moments. Yeah, he redeemed TSM just a little bit last year. But this year, 
He's coming out popping. Yeah, and so like I feel like compared to this year, next, and last year, biggest improvement. That's a, yeah, that's really valid. I I thought long <clears throat> and hard on that one. I was just like, hmm, I almost gave it to Stixie. And Maple's flexible too. You yeah, know? like I almost gave it to Stixie, but then I thought back to like when his like like his like rookie years, mm-hmm. he was really good. Yeah, and so for him, he's like he's I wouldn't say. He's like improved. It's more of like a redemption arc for him. You're right. I was more acknowledging the redemption arc. I know he was good too. <laughs> you can still a redemption arc is still improving. Yeah, but it's kind of cool how like when Sticks and Huhi they suddenly they came back together as a team. They're like suddenly popping out. I think that's cool. I mean, I know Huhi he was like in mid lane at that time, but I still it think is it's pretty cool. It is nice to see when your ADC and support mesh mm-hmm. when you when they when you see the engage and just the flawless. I'm in too. Let's go. Yeah. In split second decisions. And that's, that's like Gumiyushi and Kiria. Like everyone loves that duo, you know? Because they're just like that. And yeah. Hopefully you see more of that. Yeah. And, and a lot of the times you would think that when it comes to those decisions, it's like the ADC making the move. I think it's 100% the support. Just yeah. going, hey, hey you, follow me and do damage. <laughs> okay. <laughs> I just wanted to see us. Yeah. And I think we're going to see more of that in FlyQuest. As we know, Ayla... He's one. He's an IGL. I would have thought, you know, but he's an IGL. He just came in to FlyQuest. He's like, I'm gonna call the shots here. And we no, know, it did look a little fishy because when he came in, they got like their couple losses. Their first loss. Yeah, I think it was when either his like second or first game in, they mm-hmm. got the loss. But I think that could have just been like them kind of going like kind of like uh, a rough. Little rough little wave. Yeah, I mean, we can't really blame Ayla for that as well, you know? Yeah. Especially with, like, the EG game uh, also. Like, EG, I can't even blame FlyQuest. I do think Prince should have played a little bit more um, safer. EG, they were just on top of catching Prince every time. Oh, without a doubt. And I would I would think, out of everything that I, I know, I think I like Nemesis more than Diplex. Based off of the swap for Cloud9. Are you like Amin's better for, than Diplex? Is that Amin's? Yeah, I, 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 thought, I thought it was like, I don't even know. I'm, just M- call him Eminem. Eminem. Is this like c Let me pull it. I want to see how you pronounce this man's name. Amin's. Amin's? Amenis? No, no, it wouldn't be Amin's. There's three E's. Too many E's for my dyslexic ass. But yeah, I think Amin's, he also picked Yone, right? He picked Yone, and, like, he also was the first one to pull out the LeBlanc after the buffs, right? He's going he's going at it, you know? Yeah. Wait, Cloud9 has a field player? Cloud9 has a field player. Yeah, a couple field players. I also <clears throat> think this is some of their challenger players, too, though. Yeah, of course. They got lost. I don't know. I I like I like him. Mm-hmm. I know like immediately people are shitting on him because like they, he like he entered immediately lost and they're just like bring Diplex back. And I'm just like oh, hold on, hold on, mm-hmm. let him cook. Wait, who are you talking about? Huh? Oh, it means okay, okay. I yeah, talking about someone else. Yeah, no, it means a Diplex. Like yeah, I'm absolutely, gonna... absolutely. I do think it wasn't a means fault. I do think you should you shouldn't give a mid laner victor like especially a mid laner with a lot of potential. Because I feel like if you're giving a mid laner with a lot of potential victor, it's almost like you're, like, cock-blocking him in a way. Yeah. I, I noticed this, though. We didn't really get to see a whole lot of wild stuff from Blabber when Diplex was on. Mm-hmm. But when Amin's joined, he got a little crazy. Yeah, he got a little crazy. That's true. That is true. So I wonder if that's just, like, they're more confident in the mid laner? Or, like, the mid laner wanted more, like, aggressive jungle, which then Blabber's just, like... Will you marry me? Okay, but at the same time, you know, it means he's a great player, and it's definitely unfair to not let him play in the LCS. If, yeah. Um, but moving on from that, just so we can close some things out. First, I want your opinion on Wild Turtle. What do you think of Wild Turtle this week? First game, I was just like, I don't know. I don't know. Second game? I know. <laughs> I didn't know Israel could do that. <laughs> <laughs> like, I think there's at one point... Where like he auto auto queued or auto did the circle thing in Q. I don't know what oh yeah, yeah. Uh-huh. Uh, uh, S is flex. Yeah. yeah, and then with all of his items, he like did eighty percent damage to the enemy ADC, <laughs> and I was just like, I didn't know you could do that. I mean, like he did. He did things that normal pro players don't do, and he went the dust build. Yeah, you know? everyone they usually go training for us. They like, oh, you know. 
I just, I'm too scared. The Trinity Force is for pussies because you get your E faster and you can like flash around, right? Yeah. But he was like, oh, I'm just going to be one-shotting. You know, that enemy team, he's squishy, you know? And, and he'd be one-shotting. He'd be one-shotting, you're right. I was just like, <laughs> I almost kind of, I don't know if there's a way you can, mm-hmm. but I want to see like, I want to see the damage graph of that game. <laughs> just like. Ooh, it would have been high for sure. It's spicy. I'd have like. The fact that that game, they managed to make it slow enough for Wild Turtle to hit his three item power spike because that build, I play a lot as you like that build, if you, you build Dust Blade item three, at third item. So if you don't get Dust Blade, you're basically useless. Like you don't do any damage until you get Dust Blade. But the fact that he just perma CS'd all the way up to Dust Blade, and then they won off that, I thought that was impressive, you know? I found TSM as more of like an early game team, but the fact that they managed to Pull off a late game as well. And I, I will like say, it. in like his debut like intro video that mm-hmm. the LCS did for him, when TSM was talking about why they brought him in, and they even asked, I just drew a blank on, who, who did Walter replace? Uh, Neo. Neo. Wait, yeah, yeah, Neo. Yeah, uh, they even asked Neo on his thoughts about it, and he had similar thoughts to the TSM one. That could have just been him saying it so that he could still like have a career or something like that. Interesting. But they brought up the fact that like a lot of the good teams right now have one or two veterans that kind of like help guide the mm. team they might not be 100% the shot callers or the IGLs but like kind of like the steady rock you're right I mean every good team has a veteran yeah um, and I when I initially thought about that I thought well you have Solo but Solo's never really been standout-ish yeah he's like the perfect average guy and he, he hasn't been the LCS as much as Wild Turtle as well and then I was just like, okay, well, does this apply to all the top teams right now? And I was just like, okay, Cloud9, they have Sven. He's been both in the LEC. Oh, yeah. He has a lot of experience. Yeah, a ton. As much as I dislike the guy, <laughs> the guy knows what he's doing. Yeah. He knows how things are supposed to be done. Next team. EG, they have Someday. Yeah, Someday. Uh, and before that, they had Impact. And now yeah, Impact, Impact was is, great. is now on FlyQuest. Yeah, so that, that covers FlyQuest. And Speaker, I guess. To an extent. Mm, to an extent. He's been, but Speaker's been always good in the LCS as well. So that's, yeah, well that's why I didn't include Blabber for Cloud9. Yeah. And then for Hundred Thieves, you're supposed to have two. Not only two, but two that have played together for years. That have like the same mm. mindsets, they know what they're thinking. Yeah, or really, allegedly know what they're thinking. They're like besties. Allegedly. Allegedly. <laughs> I mean it doesn't look like it right <laughs> now. Um oh, goodness. And then for Golden Guardians, you have Stixie. Yeah, and and sure. and who he kind of... Licorice! Isn't Licorice an oldie? I don't know. I don't know. He's, he's, he's a bit so, off my he's so, he's so bad that I don't care. Bro! Bro! <laughs> he's been off my radar. I'm, I'm spitting the hard facts here. Uh, yeah. You're right. I'm not a good player. I'm like an iron, but I analyze. I'm like the iron analyst. The iron analyst. <laughs> yeah. Okay. What if, what if that's what we are? What if we're just the iron analyst? The iron analyst. I, like, we're, we're clearly not in iron. Mm-hmm. But if we played against, like, say you, me, and three other of our friends created a team. Of course. And put it against, like, Cloud9. We would, we would look, look like, like iron. iron. We would look like iron. Yeah. <laughs> we were 100% iron. We're definitely the iron analyst yeah. at this point. And so, yeah, we're, I'd say we're, like, the iron analysts. So, looking forward, yeah. what do you think that some of the teams have to do better for the next week? Mm, that is tough. I think they should just free. It's kind of it's kind of ironic. I feel like I'm repeating myself. Last year I said free speaker. Uh, this year I'm saying free closer. Free closer. <laughs> oh my god. Not like get rid of him off the team, but just let him do his thing. Let him cook. Yeah. Like instead of making him the tank engage, just give Galio to Bjergsen or. I agree because you know we've seen some junglers even pick Elise and they'd hard carry. Yeah. Um, TSM at the beginning did Graves. You know, I mean, what a shocker! It was the only Graves game for the season, but it worked out really well, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, and then for like the other teams, Golden Guardians, I'd say is doing fine. EG just kind of maybe not do late game. Yeah, I mean that's the Garen pick clearly. Cloud Nine, I don't have. Anything really to yeah, say? Yeah, they're doing well. The three that they've lost to, I think, were all just their own faults. What about CLG and TSM? Because if we look at those, oh, two I'm teams, going, I'm going down the line, baby. They're always going back and forth. CLG, 
the reason why they always go back and forth mm-hmm. is because Contracts is not a consistent jungler. <laughs> oh, well, he's still uh, not a consistent jungler. <laughs> he's gotten better. Okay, that's good. That's true. Um, that's true. I feel like for them, they can't make up their mind on their own play style. That's the biggest. They have a lot of hot shots in that team. And I think that's also the problem with TSM is between those two because they're both really good right now. Yeah. In their own respective ways, but they don't know how they want to play. Like the other four, like the top four players, uh, top four teams, all have a strategy. They all know what they want. 85% with evil geniuses. <laughs> At least with TSM, you know, we got Solo, who's sort of a tank main, right? Yeah, you got a solid well, a tank guy. And you can just leave him alone. He'll just do his own thing. Yeah. Even if he's not on Scion. And now that we got Wild Turtle, we'll Hence see. Hence the name Solo. It's kind of ironic. <laughs> that, that makes sense. Uh, Team Liquid, I just think they need to figure out how to mesh the players. Yeah. 100 Thieves, I think they just need to figure out coaching problems. I, I definitely agree with that. I feel like compared to the rest of the teams, the teams has a worse drafting ever. Yeah. Uh, Immortals, stop building a team around revenge. <laughs> uh, Dignitas, find therapy. <laughs> <laughs> Go touch grass. <laughs> Go touch uh, grass. Uh, it doesn't oh, exist. Oh, 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 shit. Oh, shit. Bye-bye. It's going to be hard. That's why you need a therapist. <laughs> but all in all, I don't know. Um... Yeah, well, here, let me toss a coin back to you. Okay. What do you think, like, instead of changing the team or staff, what do you think, uh, like, a champion or, like, thing in the rift, like, if you could change something in the rift to help these bottom five? Like, maybe maybe it's just, like, the champions or just the way the meta is. Like, do you think there's anything that you could change realistically to make those bottom five better? Absolutely. And I already let me guess. Let me just. I'm gonna just snag one of them already. Okay. Buff Siri for TSM or not TSM Hundred Thieves. No, for all of them. Yeah. Buff top lane. Buff top lane. Yeah. We got Summit, insane top lane, right? Hundred Thieves. They got tenacity, man. He's he's good. So how would you buff top lane? Ooh. Actually, um, that, that brings up a good point. Top lane hasn't even been buffed yet. Yeah. They, they've hard buffed ADC and support now. Mm-hmm. They haven't touched mid yet. They don't know what to do with jungle. Um, they've quote-unquote buffed slash adjusted jungle, which I feel like is someone saying, I'm hungry and want flavor. Ah, here's 10 pounds of saltine crackers. <laughs> I guess that will fill me up, but I'll be depressed. Um. So how I would change top lane is, first, I would nerf tanks a little bit. Okay. And I would... TSM. <laughs> I would nerf tanks a little bit, and I would try to bring back some AP top laners. Mm. There's got to be more mixture in the top lane. Because right now, top lane is playing too much of a supportive role. and Or they're just like, okay, I need a win lane, and then I can do something. And then I can be stable to help support my team. But we don't got any more hotshots, you know? Fiora, Fiora is great, but only in the hands of, like, Budge, I'd say. And even then, he's more of a counterpick to tanks, right? I don't want any more counterpicks. I want I want some more AP top laners. Because I think in that way, they can be more impactful to the team. Because hmm. that's how I see it. Top lane, at late game, they're just supportive for their team fights. But even then, they don't support enough. There's I, some insane AP top laners that can help with that. I could agree with that. What if you chain, instead of like nerfing the tanks, because mm-hmm. that would hurt a couple of the bottom five or six. What if you just made it so that the AP, since you want them in there, mm-hmm. what if you just like added, since they like doing it, giving them like an execute, like a, one of their abilities executes at a percentage health, or just max health damage? And buff max health damage. Either buff or give them one. Buff or give max health damage, definitely. Yeah, not even like a lot. You don't have to give them a lot, just like a smidge. Mm-hmm. And allow Nardi scale. That was biased. <laughs> uh, I think one thing that they could do, and I think it would like spice it up a little bit, is have like a pillar, or, like because you know like how on the top and bot side they added that kind of like new little valley there. Mm-hmm. What if they added like another pillar, like the dead center of the river? Interesting. Or like slightly up, not like right by the entrance to make it really hard to gank, but like. I feel like a pillar in the river to like either like help obscure vision or just like 
to use abilities around mm -hmm. or like prevent a scion from alting from top going all the way bot or just like yeah just something because i feel like that not only would that affect either that or increase the xp gain from top lane increase the xp gain and then we'll see more aggression so this this is my problem i've thought about this before mm -hmm. of uh, increasing the xp or gold if you do enough in the top lane to that then what you could just see is just the ADC and supports going to the top lane and the top lane is going down to the bot side. If you do it enough. But the hard point oh, is... that makes the game drag out, you're right. Not only that, then you have the problem of like the junglers constantly just going up there. Then you have like a camping jungler because they're, they're going to want a lot of that XP too. Mm. As well as some of the gold. You know, I don't know. I'm not a pro player. That's fair. <laughs> uh, I think one thing that could be interesting is maybe like increase the amount of gold you get from so instead of having it like every tower or like every first tower mm -hmm. has like a certain amount of gold that you get yeah flat all in all three lanes what if they had it to where some lanes gave more gold than others some lanes gave more gold than others mm -hmm. huh i don't know i don't know about the gold i do think jung for jungle that should be better I know junglers are like suffering right now from gold, but in terms of the other lanes, I think it's okay. I think one thing I want to say is just bring back duelist meta and make these top lanes just fight it out even more. Because right now we're seeing too many tanks that are just like countering everything. You know, I will say as a as a jungler myself, when it is all duelist top, it kind of forces the jungler to play tank, and that becomes an issue. That's why you nerf tanks too. I'm starting to see it now. Yeah. Yeah. But yeah, I mean, I guess that's our whole entire recap for LCS. Things are brewing behind stage. Can't really see it. Not really like physically brewing. Though sometimes I would like a cup of coffee when we do these podcasts. You're tired right now. I am tired. Yeah. I'm, always, I'm always tired. Push you, push you. We got I'm, this. I'm <laughs> push it real good. Da, 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 okay, da, no, that's da. not a dance break, okay? Oh, what? I'm practicing. So grass doesn't exist can enter the dance Olympics. I hate you, bro. <laughs> well, you want me to bust these moves? Oh, God. Link taught us how to dance all them dance emotes. We got this. <laughs> You're talking about Fortnite. Fortnite? Nah, League, League's been at that way longer. The Ribbon Gritty. Does Ribbon have a gritty? Yeah, they added they added the dance for the new skin. For the new one? Yeah, the new Ribbon skin has no. a gritty. Yeah. That's sick. Yeah. <laughs> That's actually really sick. I like that. Don't buy that skin, though. But I want to go. Time to ribbon in the jungle. Gonna do the gritty on the scuttle. Let's go. <laughs> what, you, no? You don't want to gritty with me? Okay. No, I'm not gonna gritty <laughs> what if with they, what you. Is, okay, then they need four other champions that can do a gritty. Why? Who else? No. I want a full five no. stack of gritties. Just walking no. down mid lane, just all doing gritty. <laughs> Come on, that would be cute. It would be cute. Can't You can't deny that. And just know that <laughs> <laughs> grass, grass doesn't, doesn't exist. exist. Man, I just wanted to grit. No, I'm ending it. <laughs>